Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 349, recorded October 28th, 2021. On tonight's episode, we discuss the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack release. Oh boy, did Nintendo Nintendo that. Pikmin Bloom is out. Why? Plus so many more new game releases that you should know about and so much more. Hey, Jesse, cue the music. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Marty Estes here, and you're listening to Nintendo Dads, episode 349. It is October 28th, 2021, and I'm here with uh, most of us uh, to discuss Nintendo things. So if you didn't get it by the title, then and you're not in a Nintendo, then maybe this is now the time to... I, I don't know. We do Game Pass news, too. <laughs> We're, we're not. We're not on. We're not, we don't have a PlayStation show yet, uh, but maybe, maybe that can happen. What do you think, Justin? Sure, I'll fund it. We'll fund it. Absolutely, we will. There you go. Open challenge. PlayStation show. Make it happen. Uh, PlayStation dads. I don't know what you want to call it. Anyway, uh, joining me on the show this week, uh, all the way from the Great White North, Mister Justin Masson. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Marty, and thank you for acknowledging my existence as a Canadian in the Great White North. I greatly appreciate that. Unlike Chris, Chris, I am speaking to you right now, you sweet, sweet man. I will find you if you dare call out my Canadian see once again. I bathe in poutine. I full guzzle maple syrup. You and your NHL 94, get out of here, eh? I'm sorry, that was very aggressive. Sorry about that, eh? I just got a little excited. So, yeah. Uh, nonetheless, on Twitter, for those of you like, what is going on? Why is he losing it? We're only moments in. Chris nine, Chris NHL 94 decided because I don't talk enough hockey, I'm not Canadian enough. And that really struck me to a core. Uh, and it was, it was, it was, it was, I was so angry. And then, and then he said that Sean Capri was his favorite Canadian on the West. And I'm going to tell you. Dude. That hurt a little bit more, but I mean, if I'm going to lose to anyone, I'm fine to lose to Mr. Sean. Capri. Listen, listen, listen. The uh, I, I just feel like man, he 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 came for you hard. There was I don't understand why. Like it was out of nowhere. Listen, I've been backing your support for NHL 94. I said I'd buy you a copy when it comes out. You decide to come and poke me. You decide to poke the bear. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Clip that. There you go. Jesse's already on it. Speaking of already on it, Jesse Waldack from the land of barbecue and uh, other stuff. Yeah. Hey, uh, I flew over you last Friday night. Yeah, did you wait? I did. I did. Did you see me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was flying from Denver to Memphis, and I said, oh, hey, Jesse. And yeah. yeah, yeah I'm trying to find it in the chat. Uh, you didn't say Mecca, anything. Mecca says if if you can't speak French, you're not Canadian. I said that only that's only required in Quebec. Bonjour, Mecca. Ça va? <laughs> Can I see, you're up? just googling that. <laughs> I, will I will come at you. All right. Je ne parle pas français. Oui, oui. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm like my blood pressure is really up right now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, to you. yeah, <laughs> like I, I, yeah. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. Listen, uh, listen. 
just like you don't have to drink sweet tea to be a Southerner. You don't have to like hockey to be a Canadian. It's not that I don't like hockey. It's a, I, I play, I mean, I play hockey. I support hockey. I love hockey playoff. I just don't talk about it all the time. I want us to understand a true color, a true picture of Canadians. We are more than just maple syrup. We are more than just poutine. We are more than just hockey. Maple we are syrup more uses. than free medical care and health care. We are more than socialists. We are a great country. We are the second largest country in the world. We are more than just hockey because we never seem to win at it. So we have to be more. Than <laughs> you, know, you, you, are more you are more than hockey. You're America's hat. And for that, I, we thank you. I will swear to God, I will come and punch you in the face. Yeah, I grew up fight. in Minnesota where, you know, hockey is kind of a thing too. Probably not as big as in Canada, but, you know, at least it's big enough that it's in high school sports. And I, I think I've been to two hockey games in my life and they were just because I was in the pep band. <laughs> we are more than, we are more than Timbits is what somebody just said in the chat. Yes. I, I will. I will tell you this. Um, I, I will, Justin, you were very gracious. You said you didn't hate hockey. I'm going to say it right here. I hate sweet tea. So, so, so sweet tea is just tea without like tea, sugar in it? Sweet tea, sweet tea is just tea with, is with all the sugar. And it just tastes like sugar water. And everybody down here is like, I love sweet tea. I love it's, guns. Okay. I love freedom. Okay. And, I mean, so, guns are cool <laughs> and everything. It's just freedom. But sweet tea sucks. I'd rather drink a Coke. So, okay. So just for clarity here. So when you talk about like having like iced tea, is it literally tea? just tea that's cold? It's tea that's cold with and if lemon or something. If you're else. south of the Mason Dixon line, there's a good chance that there's at least at least a large scoop of sugar in each uh, in each glass. So I think okay. So I think like like I I think I've had I've had tea, like I here up here we would just say we're having iced tea or an iced tea. Right. And so that would already have sugar in it. Yeah. So now is that what you would call a sweet tea? Um, yeah, we call I mean, that's that's it. That's what we call sweet tea. So if you're OK, so hold on a second. Would you qualify Nestle iced tea as sweet tea? If it has sugar in it, like if you're going out, if you're going going on a 7-Eleven, you're grabbing a so you're grabbing the iced tea out of the out of there. Yeah. Is that the same thing? I. Maybe I don't, I don't in, know. in restaurants here. You pretty much ask for sweet tea or unsweet tea. You never just ask for an iced tea. Now in the south, I don't know what the default is. Probably the sweet tea, but here at least here, right. no, there is no default. You kind of have to specify whether you want it with the sugar or without the sugar. Welcome to Tea Dads, sponsored by Nestle. You're welcome. Right. Uh, I don't know. I I don't I don't drink it again. So. I mean, now we'll, let me let me redact that statement. There is one kind of tea that I drink, and it is Arizona tea. Ooh, it's called yes. Arnold Palmer. Oh, it so is good! Tea mixed with lemonade. That's so good because because here's the thing: in that, the lemonade negates all of the the tea nastiness. So mm, there you go. Okay. Go to you know it. It's whatever. It's whatever. I mean, you know. But I'm just if that if if that makes someone say that I need to give up my Southern card, then, oh, well, I don't care. You, you can, you can come and come and take it. 
Today's show brought to you by Lipton Tea and Manscaped, but we'll talk about that later. That's right. That's right. Well, we got uh, a little bit of news to talk about. Big news this week with Nintendo launching the brand new expansion pack for Nintendo Switch Online and all of the feedback that has come out from that and lots more. So let's dive straight into the news, shall we? Let's do it. Do it. Get into the news, Marty. Get it out of its bag and put it all over you like a costume of news. That's wow. disgusting. Uh, so, yeah, we want to uh, thank all of our patrons over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads for making the news possible every week. And we want to say hi to our brand new patron, One Foreigner in Japan. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Coincidentally, one foreigner in Japan is also a winner of our September prize pack. Uh, and so that will be, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, that's being shipped out to you tomorrow. It's sitting in a box right over here in my office. Uh, it's ready to go, full of Nintendo dads and Nintendo goodness. So, yeah, um, awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, thank you for your support. We greatly appreciate that. Oh, I, I, I like so, that handle. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so you can head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads and join up with us for as little as a dollar a month to get into our Discord and be part of the community. We would love to have you be part of the discussion over there each and every day on the Discord. Uh, and if you're lucky, uh, Justin will even drop in and leave a comment every now and then. Every once in a while. Do you know what I mean? Like, hey, this this community isn't about me. It's about the community. It's about the That's people correct. who are there That's having correct. their own conversations. I don't need to show up. Right. But right. when they I do... Like a gosh darn wrecking ball. You know what I'm saying? Just drop in. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Actually, uh, I think that was also where Chris uh, NHL 94 and I started throwing down was in our discord after he decided to call me out on Twitter. And then, it, yeah, so it, it kind of bled over into several things. So if you want, if you want the whole story, uh, you can go uh, to patreon.com yeah. backslash Nintendo dads, sign up. You'll get a uh, link via email to join our discord. And uh, there's lots of other good stuff. Uh, over there as well. So guys, uh, we are here in the uh, afterglow of Nintendo wa- launching the expansion pack for Nintendo Switch Online, which adds in and, in and among other things, Sega Genesis games, Nintendo 64 games, and free access to Animal Crossing, Happy Home, Happy Island Life, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. The thing DLC. with the big walrus. Yeah, the DLC. Uh, my new, yeah. Uh, and which is not out yet. We'll talk about that, uh, I yeah, guess. Go, but we won't talk goes, about it next week. That goes week live next week. Because it comes out on Friday. So, you know, anyway. Uh, but anyway, this is out. Uh, I am I have subscribed to it. Uh, Justin, have you also subscribed to it? I have not. And the reason being is uh, I got uh, stickers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't ask for your reasons. I just wanted to know if you had. No. We'll get to your reasons. We'll get to your reasons. Don't worry. There'll be plenty of time to talk about your business. Jesse, have you subscribed to the expansion pass? And yes, for probably the backwards reason of why Justin may didn't yet, and we'll get to that. Okay. So um just from what I remember, Jesse, you had a multiple year family membership. Yeah. Uh the, okay. uh, the family membership was scheduled to expire October second, nineteen twenty-three. Wow! So nineteen twenty-three, twenty twenty-three. You went back nine, in time, nineteen twenty-three. 
Great, Scott, get in the car, Doc, get in the car. We got to go back to future. Marty. I got to pay for NSO and not get robbed, Doc. Let's go. We have to go back. Uh, Justin, did you, you had a family membership? Uh, I have a family membership. Uh, yes, sir. You also. So I also had one, and I had just, of course, like a lot of people, it just re-upped, right, in, in September. So, um Justin, I want to ask you, because you're, you're the outlier here, which is a little unusual on this. Why have you not upgraded yet? Um, because when I went to look at it, the $60 price tag that it would cost for me to upgrade to um, to it kind of kind of was felt a bit felt a bit hard. Um, again, so this is family. I will also be transparent there. Like I said before, there are other people who are other families that are under my account that I am not collecting from. I'm not knocking on their door and asking for money because before $40, that's fine. But when I'm coming up, you know, when we look at this renewal coming up in September and we'll be coming up to a hundred dollars a year, that's, that's a bit of a hard pill. Hmm. Um, And then I think the other part that really didn't drive me is so the games that I would typically see on the N64 right now that would definitely be like, oh, I really, really want to play that right now. I already have access to those. So I think of like Ocarina of Time. Well, I- I've actually already got that on a portable device. It's called my 3DS. It's pretty sweet. Um, Mario 64. I got that recently with the collection. Right. Um, I don't like Sega. They can burn in hell. Uh, so that's, wow. um, that's, I mean, that's just a dumpster <laughs> that, fire of that, games dude, anyways. You, so, that, that is a strong yeah, yeah. opinion. That's yeah. really, do you know who's, do you know whose fault that is? Chris NHL 94. Cause he got me in the mood. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying, uh, so here's a, here's a reality. When I look at the draw and come at me later, that's fine. When I look at the draw, N64 games was were really the draw for me. And then I looked at what was currently being offered. I kind of have either access to all of them. Now, here's the other part that I need to struggle with. I am going to be getting the Animal Crossing DLC expansion next Friday. My daughters are absolutely, they're like, oh my gosh, we're doing that. So I have no, there's this odd, I this, there's this internal struggle I have. And I, and which is, I have no problem dropping that 30, it's, good, it's about 35 Canadian, by the way, for that expansion. Um, I have no problem dropping that, right? Kids are going to love it. They're excited. Yay, yay, yay. I don't know why, but I recognize the $25 difference. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know if I'm okay with that. And I don't know why that I'm not okay with it. And then I kind of saw what happened on the internet when everyone's like, Hey, I'm trying to play it. And these, these buttons can't be remapped and there's lag and things aren't well. Oh. And it, and it, 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 and I, and I said like, this was such a Nintendo thing, which was how can I make, how can we Nintendo Nintendo this? And I use that in a bad term, right? How can I Nintendo this up, which is I'm going to step in the yard and I'm going to step on my rake and I'm going to take a rake to the face, which is, Hey, we have these N64 games and you want them. Everyone's like, yeah. And we're like, cool. Your, your dog let's, probably did his business on the rake before it hit yeah. your face. Let's, let's <laughs> deliver this. Let's deliver this to you. But by the way, you can't remap it. So you probably are going to suck at playing it. And you're going to, it's not going to be experience you want. And by the way, you know, the best way to play it by the $65 controller that we just submitted for you. Right. So now you're like, I have to play, I have to spend like $135 to pay this stuff, play this stuff. 
And I'm sorry, you, I like Nintendo. I'm a fan of them. But no, enough is enough. Like, this is a miss. And and if you're happy with it, awesome. Right. But I, like, I, I want to clarify uh, something. Someone said, the chat saying you can't remap the buttons. I thought you can do that at the system level. You can remap buttons, but you cannot say, uh, like, invert Y. Can, no. Yeah, so. Invert the joystick controls. Where, absolutely. You know, or down, like in Star Fox, for example. Can, can I that, say this, Justin? I'm so glad that you are the one to lead out with the fact that you don't are, are not okay with this and, and that you are acknowledging the negativity that surrounds it because usually it's me and usually it's people talking me off the cliff. But I'm going to say this. Yeah. As soon as I downloaded it, I booted up the first game that I went to, of course, was Mario 64. Okay, I tried that and I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, did the did the thing, found the bomb, threw him off the, you know, got the star, all that. So then I was like, "Cool, I've had that experience." It's a little weird, uh, you know. Uh, I can play it on. Um, I play it on 3D All Stars Collection. It's it's a little bit better, mm-hmm. uh, although the sound on 3D All Stars is not as good as it is on the emulation for the for the Nintendo Switch Online, which is weird. Hmm. Uh, it's two different versions, uh, which Jesse confirmed, or actually yeah, well, his son I, confirmed. Yeah, it's two different versions of the ROM, but I think it's supposed to be this. It's the same, at least a variant of the same emulator. Yeah. So, so I don't know if it's because of the emulator differences or the ROM. I decided. I decided from there I would go over and I would play my favorite uh, Nintendo sixty four game, Star Fox sixty four. Right, and I was immediately thrown off by the fact that the controls were inverted. Mm-hmm. Like it was like an airplane style control. And so I'm hunting for the, the change and there's no way to change it. And I remember on the 3DS version, there was a way to change it. And so I took my frustrations to one of my favorite places to, to read about Nintendo things, uh, which is the Nintendo voice chat forums on uh, Facebook. Went over there with you know fellow Nintendo fans, posted my frustrations and got absolutely crucified and made fun of because it's going to be real bad if you ever have to fly a plane. Is somebody tell him about what planes, what plane controls are like? <laughs> and I'm like, guys, this is not the point. The point is, is that it's 2021, and I can illegally download this game with mm-hmm. an emulator and completely remap all of the buttons. And I could do that for free, or I could pay $60, which was the upgrade fee for my uh, NSO subscription, and get crap controls and get laughed at by people for having some one bad thing to say about Nintendo. And guys, here's the thing. Our little quibbles with it right here are not the worst of the batch if you haven't seen it yet. So, fans have gone in and discovered that these emulators that are on this, that people are are rolling big bucks for, especially for a family subscription, which is $80 for a family uh, subscription is an absolute ridiculous cost. I'm sorry. 100 Canadian dollars. 100 Canadian is absolutely ridiculous. I don't care what you're getting. You should have been able to separate the Animal Crossing DLC out of it and pay. Uh, another fee. There is no reason that this should have more than doubled my cost for this. If it doubled it, it would be seventy dollars last week. 
<laughs> it would be seventy dollars, not eighty dollars. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna. And 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 here's the thing: the, the emulator issues aside, where the fog's not coming in, and there's all kinds of glitches and stuff. People are like, "Well, they can patch that out." Here's the thing: the 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 big black eye on it for me is that the playing the Sega Genesis games on this is way more fun than the Nintendo games. How ridiculous is that? Right, Nintendo. These are your games. These are your properties. These are your IPs that people have a really like people don't come to Nintendo to play Sega games. They come to Nintendo to play Nintendo games. And you have stepped on the dog poop filled rake in your yard and got it slapped in the face. Like, so let me ask you this, Marty, and I I appreciate your honesty here. And I did put up a a quick poll in our um, our uh, discord here, just kind of trying to see how many people have got, got it. Can I ask you, Marty, do you, and so I, I'm, I'm assuming is there, is there buyer's remorse in this? Uh, until the 5th of November. Absolutely. Because I already have the Sega Genesis collection. Uh, I could already play all of almost all of these games on the Sega Genesis collection until they offer something that's not there. Now I did see there, there there was a leak about uh you know how many other Nintendo 64 and Genesis games are included right now that are just waiting for the paywall or whatever mm-hmm. the, the little data code to release them and it's a good it's a good hefty number and I'm okay with that. If they get to that number, I think we'll be okay, but as it stands right now, I think that anyone who is dissatisfied, disappointed or outright angry about it because of the cost versus value is absolutely 100% justified. This is this is not a good look for Nintendo, especially with this, especially when uh, this whole time, all we've heard is we're trying to make Nintendo Switch Online a better value. We're assessing the, the situation about Nintendo Switch Online and trying to add value. And we hear that over and over and over again. And now it's like, we're adding value, but we're also more than doubling the price for you if you have kids or a family. And like, here's the thing. There's a lot of people who are taking that family membership and they're like, okay, I'll let you come on my family membership, but you can pay part of it, right? Mm-hmm. We, I don't have that option. I mean, I've got two extra slots, but um, like I had used one for me, one for my son, one for my daughter one for a second account on my switch mm-hmm. so that my son can play the games I have on my switch online. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I gave a fifth one to my sister-in-law mm-hmm. who lives right across the way from us. So they had never had Nintendo switch online at all. So they've never had even had the NES games or anything. So they were like, Oh, this is awesome. Well, yeah. Cause you don't have to pay $80 for it a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things like what, what like it's it sounds funny. When it's 40 bucks a year, I'm like, sure, look, yeah, whatever. I'm not worried about that. Sure. Right? But when you're rolling to hundred, you're like, like and, and that's an awkward conversation, like, hey, friend, uh, you know how you've been using my uh, online account? Well, or maybe you don't know. I don't know. Maybe you maybe maybe like I just I like I set other people up. I'm like, hey, I've got a free slot. Here you go. Now I'm like, uh can I knock you for 15 bucks? Right. And it's and and, and here's the crazy part. It's not that I'm hard up on cash. That's not the issue. It's the principle of like, this is like, wow. Right. This yeah. is, I mean, you're, I'm almost, I'm going to put this in actually very clear perspective. In Canada, a Disney plus 
membership for an entire year costs $120. There is value in that. I understand the value of it, and I feel like I'm getting value. A Nintendo Switch Online subscription costs $100 in Canada, and I will tell you, I do not feel like I'm getting that value's worth at this point. I, I feel like if I if I had the NSO, if I had the Sega, if I had all the other stuff, I I feel, and including the Animal Crossing, I feel like that's a sixty dollar value, maybe seventy on the high end. But I do not feel it is a justifying a. It is like it is like the Switch tax, or sorry, the Nintendo tax, and I'm not okay with it. Um, and that's just me. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it too. <laughs> yeah, so you know, before I knew what how the pricing was going to really be, I'm still in the mindset of they might charge me ninety dollars because my expiration is two years from now. Mm-hmm. So I told Matthew, I'm not planning on buying this, even if you want the service, I am going to want you to fork over some money. Yeah, that's and, right. And he was okay with it. So, because you know, do we want to talk about how how they handled the upgrade now? Yes, no, I was going to ask you. That's that. a great uh, like, segue. Because for you, I mean, you had some significant ching ching in it already. So, yeah. so, so what they did for the, for those of you who are still on the fence, if you have an existing membership, they'll basically buy out whatever whatever amount you have left. If you have a family plan, it's nine cents a day. If you have a single plan, it'll be four or five. I wasn't able to verify that amount. And then they'll they'll take that credit and discount the 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 first year of the service up to the value of the service. You're not going to get negative numbers. So since I had 706 days between Monday and October 2nd, 2023, my you know nine cents a day it gave me a discount of sixty three dollars fifty four cents. So the $80 price went down to $16.45. I said, hell yeah, I'll do that. So now I have the expansion pack with a 12-month duration, so it'll expire on October 25th, 22. Nice. So they pretty much took that extra $35 I already put in for that extra year and then just slapped that off the price. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I think that it's crazy that you had a subscription through this time two years from now. And this you still ended up having to pay to get it to go to next year. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you know. I, I, have they I, talked about, I'm sorry, have they talked about if you're a person who so like so I know that next Friday I'm pulling the trigger and getting the Animal Crossing DLC right yep boom that's thirty five thirty five for you so it's Th- ten more than it is here in in the United yeah. States yeah so is so then does the system recognize I have already paid that value and then does it recalculate the new value based on the additional so differential like would, just, like would it then say num- it'll take the number of days. If you have left, multiply it by a, a, a probably eleven cents for you because it's from Canada, and then knock out, knock that off the price. Yeah, but so so, what, so yeah, so what I'm asking though is after I buy the DLC on Friday, the, it shows sixty dollars currently. Is it going to essentially say twenty four dollars? No, I don't. Or think is it so. still going to be sixty? So I would say if you're going to go expansion pack, don't buy the DLC. Yeah. 
If you think you're get, ever going to get, use this expansion pass, the expansion pack, if you think there's a possibility, Justin, that they could add Game Boy games, because the data miners also found that games were listed like for NES, they had a one before the name. For the SNES, they had a two before the name. For N64, they had a three before the name. For Sega Genesis, they had a five. Oh. A five. You, did you guys see what happened there? He, he threw me yeah. off, right? He was like yeah. a one, a no. two, a three. No. And I was like, so, so, four, you're so like the, five. The, what? The speculation is, is that four is already there. Mother. Or that four is going to be. So it's going to be. The, and, the, and the heavy favorite for that is Game Boy games. So if you ever think that you're going to get Game Boy or Game Boy Advance games are going to want those, then you, you're going to want to go ahead and buy this. My question is this. And it revolves around the same thing you guys are thinking about with Animal Crossing. And it's this. What happens in a year, two years, when Animal Crossing is dead? And this still costs $80 a year. Well, that's the point of it, right? They have tricked, they have tricked you into this, right? Which is like, like, and I said this before, the, the highest level of value that this is giving you will be effective November 1st. Or sorry, I apologize. November 5th. That is the maximum value, right? Which means until have, they add something else. Yeah, exactly. Until they add some, presuming they don't add anything in the next year, November 5th is your maximum value date, which is you have access to both systems and now you have the DLC. So help right? me out here, Jesse. Uh, Xbox Game Pass. If you do Game Pass Ultimate, which is the, the most you can do. Yeah. What's a year subscription of, of Game Pass Ultimate cost? I don't think they charge by the year. I think they, I think it's, is it, is it like $15 a month, correct? 15 a month. They might be able to sometimes get three month deals, but that's not often. Now I, now I remember speaking to Sean Capri recently. He mentioned that like he has game pass ultimate paid until like 2023 due to some sweet, like deals that he's got onto and they have stacking membership, right? Like, so if you did a $15 a month, just, just a straight $15 a month is $180. Mm-hmm. So um, what, what I'm trying to say is this, is with Game Pass Ultimate out there, which I am absolutely ready to say as a Nintendo fanboy on a Nintendo show is a superior service. Oh, Hundo P. There's, it's, it's no comparison. Correct. There is no other service that can compare to that. Mm-hmm. All right. So my, my question is this, is if that tops out at $180 a year, and that's if pay, paying monthly, right? What can, what can Nintendo Switch Online top out at? Right? Well, Mike, Mike, here's my question. After they bring, and this will sound silly, after they bring the emulators online, right? After you throw us Game Boy, uh-huh. what do you got next? You got... GameCube, right? Like how how much further can they go? What what else you got in the tank here, kids? Right? Or are you going to start being like, hey, cool? Guess what? Welcome to Breath of the Wild. Awesome. We're really excited to announce that our expansion pass that is tied behind the NSO. Right? What if that's like, what if that's the strategy from now on? Is that all expansion passes are just tied to NSO? That's possible. Or you combine for twenty five bucks. We kind of talked a little bit about that. Because that's been the running price for all of them, correct? Right? Yeah. Is it not? I mean, Breath of the Wild expansion pass, 25 bucks. Chris 94. Animal Crossing. 
I see bucks. in the chat with Virtual uh, Boy. I love it. <laughs> Hy- Hyrule Warriors expansion pass. What was it? Twenty four ninety nine. Right. So, you guys hear about the Metroid Dread expansion pass? Oh, Justin, shut up. Not yet, but it's coming. It's, it's coming, coming behind the NSO. <laughs> it's 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 Metroid Dread uh, remastered versions of Samus Returns, Zero Mission, all of that. Twenty five bucks a game. Wow. Here's the deal. Can I? Can I? I want to. I want to say this, uh, and, and and maybe a little comparison here. Um, this has been disappointing for me as a as a consumer, as someone who is kind of wrapped up in Nintendo, and it kind of makes me think about another situation that we're going through right now, and that is in a, in about two weeks or three weeks, me and my I'm, we're going to Disney. Okay, we're going to Disney World, and. This is like the 50th anniversary of Disney World. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great fun, all that stuff. And we, I have been really, really excited about going to Disney World, uh, especially to do Rise of the Resistance, which is the brand new Star Wars experience there. Okay, so up until real recently, you had to get in a virtual queue at 7 a.m. every morning. You had to get your virtual queue pass. You had to go. They've done away with that. Now they, they've gone back to just a line. You know, you go stand in line. Or they've introduced this service called Genie Plus, where for uh, a certain amount every day, you can buy fast passes for each individual, buy the ability to have fast passes, or for the two most popular attractions in every park, they have something called Lightning Lane which are $15 each one time use that you can um, that now have taken their way to the they, front of the line. They have now taken the place of what used to be fast pass which when we went to Disney back in 2013 just because you got your ticket you were offered a fast pass you could do 3 and then you could get into different ones you know and you could skip the line or you could just go standby so for me and my family to fast pass a ride now, you know, uh, it would cost us $60 a day per ride to do that. And I want to be honest with you, that does not sound family friendly. It sounds Disney bank account friendly. It sounds, it sounds consumer um, taking advantage of friendly. And that's kind of what this expansion pack kind of has come for a lot of people to be, I think, that it's, you know, just, I mean, like, if I were you, if if I was in your position, I live where you live, I would have to seriously consider, is this worth it for me? Yeah, exactly. $100. Well, I think... I think the other part of it that really frustrates me, Marty, and and so I'm going to say this, you know, and and I typically put the business hat on, um, and I typically will talk about Nintendo's business decisions. Uh, I will say, you know, where is business, Justin? Chris94 asks. Talking him off a ledge right now, Chris94, because he's a bit riled up, Chris94. Um, typically, I am more than happy to talk about business decisions and try and justify why something might happen. I, I fully believe in this situation, Nintendo has, Nintendo has overstretched. You have a certain amount of goodwill. You have nostalgia. You have kind of this, this relationship with your customers that, and I've said before, Nintendo's not your best friend. They're not going to make your wishes and dreams come true, okay? 
But there is a there is this give and take of relationship back and forth and understanding value. And I think this is a situation where Nintendo has unfortunately overstretched this value and overstretched a little bit of it. And these do not feel like consumer friendly moves or 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 customer or client whatever gamer friendly moves. And and I, and you strike this against a disposition or strike this against a contrast. And Marty, you brought up of of the moves that Xbox does. Xbox is very gamer friendly moves, right? That is, that feels like that's kind of their ethos. It's kind of their statements, right? They kind of feel like you feel like at any time I could jump on and Phil Spencer is actually playing games together and he loves it. Like there is a bit of that, that, that consumer friendly mentality, especially with where they are right now. I think game pass example, Nintendo, um, Nintendo is taking a very business stance and strategy on this, trying to begin in this idea of online service, trying to get onto this idea of subscription models but it feels like again they're just they're just missing the mark every single time and and understand like they're over understand I guess overpricing the value of nostalgia now I said last time that absolutely the cost of IPS to go out and get this like I said before folks banjo and kazooie that we all really really wanted we talked about it Microsoft ain't giving that for free there's got to be a cost to some of these things right but this definitely feels like they're they're overstretching and especially in this batch here, these are IPs they own, right? For the most part. Yeah. So, so this shouldn't be overstretched. The thing that really kind of really grinds my gears, right? The most about it is as you know, you're talking about the latency lag that we've seen and then the controller input issue. You essentially are saying, I, you're, I'm forcing you to go buy the N64 controller, right? If you want, if you want that experience, you want to be able to play that doesn't feel like you're, you know, coming out with this weird kind of claw grip then you need to actually get the N64 controller. And I think that's a little bit, a little bit dirty. Like that, that's definitely a great example of, we know what you will buy. And the reality is also this. Yeah, everyone bought it. Do you know what I mean? Like they were sold out quickly. Like people understood that. So go ahead, Jesse. Something else that came up. Uh, I think, you know, I think Andre noticed it just because he lives close to Washington and got his package first. Like I don't, I'm not getting my controllers until tomorrow, but uh, same here. The N64 controller, that controller, you cannot map your buttons, even at the system level. Really? Yeah. So while I'm sure it's a, it'll be a perfect fit to play N64 games, you're out of the box, but if you want it, if, if someone's crazy enough to try to want to play Breath of the Wild with an N64 controller, and you need want to map buttons to do everything you want to do, you won't, you're not going to be able to. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever felt like Nintendo has ever kind of twirled the evil, like Scrooge McDuck kind of yeah. mustache of ha ha ha, they'll like, buy whatever I want. Ha ha ha, give it to them and they're going to do it. One of the first things I thought of when they announced those prices a few weeks ago was this is definitely, you know, you know not the same Nintendo from 15, 20 years ago. You know, mm. just, you know, you know, you know, talking about at the leadership level. Mm-hmm. Not not yeah. saying that if Wada Iwata was still around, we wouldn't have these prices, but there's no way to know for sure. But that's just you know we're 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 two presidents past Iwata now, and yeah, this is it's a new leadership. It wouldn't surprise me if that has something to do with this. Yeah, I just think that uh, I think they're going to see this backfire. In a way that they didn't expect. And and guys, (laughs) here's the thing. I don't think they expect it to. 
Like, I don't think that they think there's anything wrong with this. And it, like they it's going to blow up in their face and it's going to they're going to be like if it has. I mean, like they they had to have seen some of the, the gripes about the emulation and all that other stuff already. And they're I, I, like, I kind of imagine they're sitting there going. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand why the, we 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 gave them the Nintendo sixty four games, and don't we they gave love them, them more Animal Crossing. Right? They don't, they're supposed to love it. They like they just don't understand it. And I think this is you know I think this is kind of historic in a way because I think this is the first time that like all three of us have ever been in agreement negatively on something. <laughs> And, right and and I would say and I think uh, that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. I, that, that that's a that's a you know if there's there's one thing that truly binds us and brings us together as individuals and as countries apart, it's our disdain for what Nintendo has just done to their NSO. Oh, see, I thought it was marriage. Nice. Uh, and if there's anything, this is the time I need Tim to be like Tim. Put this down the records. We all agree with something here. And yeah, go, here. yeah. Just note that he's he's listening. He'll do that. Yeah. Also, can we just while we're here in the what the crap Nintendo uh, <laughs> like sphere of this show, can we just Pikmin Bloom? I don't understand. What the crap Nintendo? I this is probably going to make somebody mad, but I'm just going to say it. It's just freaking Pokemon Go with Pikmin. But it's not even that. I, like so, I so I downloaded the app. I have it too. I don't. Right? I haven't um, even booted up yet, though. I I, I, I got I booted up. I downloaded it and played a little bit, but played is at the loosest possible term. So I don't understand. Is it just? And so I know this sounds crazy, but am I am I just walking? And are they? Ju- they're just popping. They're just Pikmin are just showing up. Yep. yep. And I just take this photos is, with them. It, is this two, Nintendo's subtle way of saying, uh, "Hey guys, um, you're fat." They've go been doing that for a while. Did you not see Ring walk, Fit? Go out and take a walk with Pikmin. Did you not see Ring yeah, Fit? That's what they've been doing. This is kind of a glorified pedometer. So this is where the um, wellness uh, th- uh, thing went. The vitality sensor. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. So, so I don't, that's I don't it, get right? it. I don't understand it. I'm not going to use it. I, um, I, 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 well, here's the thing. I, I automatically clicked it or connected it to my Apple watch. So it's doing all the work for me. Um, okay. So like I, I apparently today I, I did almost 2000 steps is what they're saying. I don't think that's accurate. I think I walked more than that. Um, and now I'm at level three. So, I mean, like, I haven't had to do anything and it's doing stuff for me. So that's... Is that like walking in your house? So you're planning Pikmin in your house? I don't know what... It's it like it's... I Apparently. Like, I walk from here to my car, my car um, here. Like, I mean, it's... Yeah. Where I, I don't have an Apple Watch, but it, it's connected to the health kit since... So all the uh, the normal system level uh, data collection for, for steps and stuff that the iPhone collects, that's being fed into it. So, but... I'm not always walking around my house with my phone. Most mm-hmm. of the time, I don't have my phone with me. Yeah. But I think, so I think it has me at, I'm b- b- pulling it up now. I think it's, pro- you know, probably only seven, six or 700 steps at most. Yeah. So, nice. I mean, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. If you're like, this is the best thing in the world. Awesome. I'm really happy for you. Get it. I understood 
Pokemon Go because it was like I am going to encounter them in the wild. I'm going like it, it for I battles like it, like it, it forced me to do a little bit more. Where this I'm I just don't fully understand. Is it's just me? Just me walking around? Is there is someone in the chat? Am I am I wrong? Like am I wrong? I don't know. I don't get it. Am I too I'm, old for this stuff nowadays? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to get to the point where I can like collect the berries that they're holding, but it's just throwing mm -hmm. tutorial bubble and after tutorial bubble at me. I'm like, I don't care. And no, I don't want you to look at my photos right now. Go away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't I don't understand. Um, but here's the thing. I like if here's maybe this gets more people engaged with Pokemon. Or sorry, Pika Pikmin. God darn it. Maybe this gets more people involved with Pikmin. That's awesome. Right. More people knowing an IP is a great idea. I think that Nintendo has vastly not used Pikmin. I think it's kind of their C class of tier of, of characters. I hope there's a Pikmin four. I love Pikmin three. I think the Pikmin are very interesting characters. Um, so here's the thing. I put on my phone. It automatically counts it. Awesome. But I but like I don't think I'm going to be drawn to do tons with it. But I don't I don't get it. I can add you mean, friends. You, are you saying that we're not going to have Justin's Pikmin minute. Oh my gosh! Or oh, I'm sorry, Justin's Pick minute. Who knows? Oh, it writes itself. It writes <laughs> itself, people. Ah, uh, Chris ninety four, for the first time ever, asking an actual good question. Uh, will this connect to the Pikmin Switch game? I mean, there's an interesting like idea. Could you imagine hey, that? If that's you're assuming like, that there's a Pikmin Switch game. Yeah. But like, could you imagine if maybe that was exactly it, which is, hey, uh, you need to, you know, you need to get all of our more Pikmin. You don't earn them in game. Go for a walk. Right. And then and then you bring them back, you transfer them somehow into your game. That's an interesting this idea. Is a, this is a dark road to go down. It's <laughs> a dark fitness road is what this, this is. This is a dark road. And maybe you're walking down a dark road at night. I don't know. And apparently as you walk, you're able to like. You have these flowers that you have in your inventory you can drop to put in the real world that anyone else playing will, near you will also see it. So if you have many Pikmin Bloom players together, it'll make change the map faster. But I haven't activated them yet, and I don't think I've seen anything in my area. I don't know if anyone, no one's playing this, as I can tell. Yeah. Uh, probably not going to. Yeah, I I, I, I have, threw it the two dollars for the uh, starter pack to get a few goodies. Uh, un unless the game is hiding things that it hasn't shown me yet that I'm interested in, that's probably all I'll get. I'm going to give it. Yeah, and, and for all we know, it's going to evolve. Um, but there's there's a photo mode where you can add stuff. Like it's it's essentially like a walking journal. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, a glorified pedometer. Yeah. So I don't know. I uh, I just put in the chat, the Discord chat here, um, my code. If you want to put me on, you can. I don't know if there's a huge value, but you're welcome to do if that. If you want to, if you want to, like walk together. Yeah, if you want to pretend like I understand how this works uh, and, and make fun of me and my my amount of walking, you can. I also saw do someone that. say. Go. Here's my code, so you, we can go fake plant, fake plants together. Yeah, I think that's pretty <laughs> accurate. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm feeding them. I don't, they're they're not happy with me. They just gave me a 
a heart. I have a friendship level. That's that's exciting. Oh, friendship level. Oh my, you know, I just oh he, he's just a fatty. He's just really liking that. Look at him go. Um, yeah, this is this is riveting content. Absolutely All right. riveting content. Yeah. I, I I I they kind of buried where the how to add friends after you've missed it. After you yeah. canceled it the first time through, it Are took me like five now? taps to find it again. Are you and I friends now? Is that how what you just did there? I'm going. I'm going to submit the friend request shortly. Oh my god! I'm on the edge of my seat the entire time. Please, please <laughs> let this happen. Oh, this is Done. absolutely uh, terrible content. Absolutely terrible content. Oh. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Pigman Bloom is available right now if you want to go torture yourself with uh, that. Let's talk some uh, game release updates and news. Uh, Stardew Valley's creator has announced a brand new game called The Haunted Chocolatier, and that's pretty much all we know about it. There's a logo and the announcement of the game. So it's probably going to be about ghosts and chocolates. I think that looks that that looks so good. I saw that. I was like, my wife is going to be excited. My daughter is going to be excited. They both love Stardew Valley. I think this looks great. I'm, I, yep. I really hope this comes out to, soon. Uh, buy another switch for your house. <sighs> Get out of here. I'm, I'm just fourth uh, one. Yeah, you will. Yeah, it's going to happen. Uh, also, some other game release updates. Mario Party Superstar will be available as you listen to this on your audio devices. Uh, so for those of you who like Mario Party, go snap it up. Uh, it's going to be there. Uh, and uh, I'm excited very much about this game, and we're going to be playing it next week on Extra Life, uh, me and my family. Yeah. So, For those listening uh, live, it goes live in 55 minutes. There you go. Yeah. So we'll, And uh, it's scoring, uh, looks like the Metacritic is about 7.5, 8.5. So dumb. Not, There's people in there review bombing it already. It's dumb. Uh, I know that IGN gave it an 8. Well, that's pretty yeah, good. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. I wouldn't be able to like it. It's, it's Mario Party. You you, you kind of know what you're getting at this point. It's not going to set the world on fire, especially since this is a, these are remade games. I still think there's there's <laughs> probably a DLC pack for this coming, probably to be included with Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion pass wow. uh, for twenty four ninety nine or thirty five dollars as uh, if then, you're in Canada. And, and then they'll give us Mario Party two, three, and four later. Yep, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Uh, other games we want to mention, Tunche, which was originally announced in the Indie World Showcase in December uh, of 2020, is now launching November 2nd at a discounted price of $16.99. You can pre-order it right now. Uh, I still think this one looks interesting. Uh, it's on my radar. Uh, also launching two days later. I actually, I actually backed it on Kickstarter. Did you? Yeah. So okay. I'll be getting a code for it. So Hopefully yeah. before the rest of us do. Nope. They definitely said it's the same day as release day. Nope, they said that. Got it. Got an email. They're like, "You're getting it the same day as everybody why else." Did, well, why like, do people do this? Why? At, at why least, do they do this? At if least you it's listen, not after the release date. We've if seen you that listen happen. to this and you do kickstarters for games, do better. Don't do this. Here's here's the here's some like inside baseball, uh, folks. So recently, what was that? Billy Rainbow came out, right? It was yeah, early yeah, October. Yeah. I had backed that one as well. Uh, and the like the PR firm got got to us. And they're like, hey, you want a code? I was like, sure, why not? Uh, I got my code from the PR company five days before I got the code from Kickstarter. Um, ah, you know, so I just redeemed my I just redeemed the PR code. Uh, and then I gave away my Kickstarter code. We did a giveaway actually on Twitter. So that was great. Uh, but it was just like, 
<sighs> and I know that there's tons of backers and they probably don't get enough codes and PR codes and review codes are different, but it's just one of those things of like, man, man, come on. Yep. The life we live. I, dude, look, I, I completely believe this. I, if you're a Kickstarter backer and you've brought that game to life, reviewers should not get that game before you do. I'm sorry. They shouldn't. You helped. It exists because of you. Give me my code. I don't think that's too much to ask. I'm excited for when Mighty, Mighty Number no. Nine hits the 3DS. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's still it's still coming. It's out there. They're working on it. One guy in a basement somewhere is working on it right now. It's the it's the guy from Squid Game. He's working on it. Uh, <laughs> coming out two days later uh, on November fourth, a boy in his blob, which is a switch port of the uh, 2009 Wii game from WayForward. Uh, it's also available for pre-order right now for $14.99 in the eShop. Guys, uh, please don't sleep on this game. I love the concept. It's a boy. He feeds the blob jelly beans. Each different kind of jelly bean causes the blob to turn into something different that he can then use. It's one of my favorite NES games back in the day. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's just really neat. And the did art, you, the art on you, this is really cool. I have not played this one. Okay. No, because, you, again, it was it – was, the it was a Wii it was a Wii game and I, I don't know somehow it, it I was playing a lot of Xbox 360. I've heard a lot a lot of people I've seen pretty good comments on this actually. Yeah, I think it's I think it's one that people uh, slept on and, and missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Theft Auto: The Trilogy, the definitive edition, is now available for pre order. It's fifty nine ninety nine in the eShop. It's also a twenty five point four gigabyte download if you purchase it in the eShop. Uh, the physical version will have some content on cart, but others will require download access. There, there's no details about that, but I did find out this week there are some Switch exclusive features that are coming to this game, oh. uh, including gyro aiming, touchscreen uh, zooming, and menu controls, and uh, some others. And so I think that's going to be cool. Uh, I may, you know, I wish you could piece this out because I played a lot of Grand Theft Auto 3 regular back in the day. But I've always wanted to really play Vice City. I never played that one. That's I the one believe, I'm really interested in. I believe Nintendo has also now become the, the publisher on this, eh? Yeah. Nintendo's uh, publishing it, which is a very the, interesting move. The, 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 the page on the Nintendo site still says it's Rockstar. Well, Rockstar uh, is the dev. The publisher, I believe, is Nintendo. Yeah. I'm looking it up again. That's okay. uh, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it, it says publisher Rockstar, so oh, okay. who knows? And there is no slot for developer here, so who knows? Huh. Well, maybe maybe that's coming. Uh, surviving the Aftermath was first mentioned a year ago uh, today <laughs> in the October 2020 Nintendo Direct uh, Partner Showcase. It's now coming November 16th. Uh, also this week, Death's Door was announced uh, during the State of Play from PlayStation yesterday. But they also revealed it's coming to Nintendo Switch, uh, November twenty third. I can't wait for this one. Yeah, I've heard nothing. Uh, like, I've heard like this oh. is like one of those like top contenders for Game of the this Year. This is like this is like Hades coming to the Switch. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm all in on this one. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. Uh, the fact that it's thank like the weekend of Thanksgiving is going to get me through that. Nice. What's this game about again? Um, you're at the door of death. Yeah, come on, it's the title. Like, what more do you want from us? It's a it's a roguelike, kind of like Enter the Gungeon, oh, except it's more fantasy okay. related. Well, that's it's, why it's, dungeon it was off it's dungeon crawly. It's dungeon crawly. 
Uh, art style was ridiculously good, though. Uh, in uh, some other news, I want to do some positive before we do negative. Uh, two Tomb Raider games are coming to uh, Nintendo Switch. Both of these originally uh, on Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light and Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris are both coming to Nintendo Switch in 2022. Uh, that was announced this week, but also announced today, I believe, or yesterday, uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp has now been delayed until spring of 2022. Uh, we didn't even get a video about it or an explanation. It was just, hey, it's coming out next year in a, tweet, a tweet from Nintendo. Hey, guys. Hey, we're just going to delay it. So there goes my Christmas game. Mm. Anyway, uh, guys. I think that's all the news. Uh, that means it's time to take a little break and hear from our sponsor, Manscaped. Hey, folks, of course, support of Nintendo Dads is brought to you by Manscaped. Now, are you ready for an out-of-the-world experience? Well, look no further than, than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off not only in the U.S., but Canada, the U.K., across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. And ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking about Manscaped, we're talking about some of the amazing products that they have to offer. Uh, is it the uh, Lawnmower 4.0? Is it the Weed Whacker? Is it the Crop Reviver? Uh, they have so many fantastic and amazing products uh, to take care of yourself, right? And again, we talked about it, of course, being a below-the-belt trimmer. But again, if you're using the Lawnmower 4.0, it's skin-safe, so you can be in the shower, maybe shaving off your chest hair, shaving off your arm hair, maybe some back hair. Listen, I don't know who you are, right? Uh, and if you have to head south, then sure, look at you're you're able to do that as well, which is great. And it's got this skin neck, uh, sorry, skin nick technology to ensure that you're not nicking and snagging things you don't want to be nicking and snagging. You know what I'm saying? Uh, highly, highly recommend it. Now, I've talked about it before. They also have this amazing body wash, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. I love it. It kind of smells like it's kind of like a leather, and it's it's got a very like manly musk smell to it. My wife is like, she's like. That is, a, that is a nice smell. It's like, I know. It doesn't feel too chemically like a lot of other body washes as well. Uh, so they have fantastic, not only tools, but also products. And uh, spoiler alert, they've got some new fantastic products coming up in the coming months as well that we're going to talk about. But again, if you're looking for a great, great idea, maybe for um, a gift or for uh, we're coming up here on the holidays, head over to manscaped.com. Get maybe a package for your uh, brother, your brother-in-law, your dad. Uh, your best friend, whomever it is, because they have amazing products that you're absolutely going to love. All the guys here use Manscaped. We've been using it for almost six months now. Absolutely love their products. And this is before we were sponsored by them as well. So uh, head again, head over to manscaped.com. Use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Thanks very much to uh, Manscaped for their continued support. Back to you, Jesse. <laughs> Hey guys, guess what? It's the 26th Maximus Cup this weekend featuring Metroid Dread. I told uh, you so. I knew this was coming, Justin. You, Where's listen. the bumper? Where's the bumper? Oh my gosh. This is buried here. Where is well, you can Justin was right. Justin was right. Justin was right. Listen, the only reason that Can't hear you now. You died. Hey, what happened? Marty just yes, lost your mic. You were right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. All right. Uh, I was like, I was like, did we just break Marty? The only reason you're right 
I'm just saying it's because I wasn't here to say anything bad. Yeah. I would have said it too. I, in fact, I, I kind of don't understand why this didn't happen before Metroid came out or the weekend that Metroid came out. Maybe it's because they wanted people to play Metroid. Also, I think this would be a great p- point to mention too that there is a demo now for Metroid Dread. I don't understand. I don't like understand. typically. Okay, so okay, hold on. I, well, here's the thing with the Maximus Cups. It's always a couple of weeks after big game launches. So this, like, this is why and people are busting my balls on on Twitter. Uh, this is a low hanging fruit. Like we see this literally. Go back and track, person. Big game release. Three to four weeks later, you're going to see something from Maximus Cup. This is how they're doing it. But yeah, you're right, Marty. So for those who don't know, this week Nintendo released the Metroid Dread demo available in the Nintendo Switch eShop, which is kind of like it feels like some intern programmed it in like seven weeks ago and literally forgot to hit the button. And then the boss is like, hey, uh, how are we tracking for those Metroid Dread demos? And they're like, uh, yeah, no, lots of people are downloading it. People are loving the demo. He's like, cool. And then he like goes over his computer like, you know, refresh, 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 and makes it live on the on the eShop. I don't understand how, like, three weeks later, you put this demo out. What is wrong with you? Right, yeah. Here's the um, only thing I can think of. The sales aren't very good. So they're trying to get it out to as many people as possible to try and reamp up the energy and the excitement around it and to make sure people are really, really aware of it. Or people that were maybe on the fence, heard really good reviews, are now going to try the demo and are now going to purchase the game. This is a very odd time to be putting out a demo for this game. It makes zero sense from a marketing perspective. I don't understand it. Yeah. um... I disagree. Tim, you're not on this call right now. You're in the chat, so you have to disagree. I can say whatever I want. Hey, Tim, Metroid is a piece of garbage game. Come at me, bro. Wow. Because he can't do anything. He's sitting. It's not a piece of garbage game. You're just bad at it. No, Uh, I'm okay. I actually love it. I just want to give Tim a hard time because he can't do anything. He's at work. Yeah. uh, So you can play the demo, and you can also play Tetris 99. And you can get your Metroid Dread uh, theme beginning uh, now. If you're listening to this in your audio device, if you're watching us as we record, it starts at 12 a.m. PDT through November 1st at 11.59 p.m. PDT, not PS. Thank you. Even though that makes no sense. It makes uh, all the it's, sense. Speaking of making no sense, it's time for Jesse's Poke Minute. I hate you all. Um, good night, Justin. <laughs> I've actually got a new reclining chair. I'm actually going to use it right now. I would just like to say to the audience that can't see this, that there are just as many notes for Jesse's Poke Minute as there were for news this week. Yes. I'm using the timer. You only get two minutes. I'm doing it now. <laughs> okay. So an update on uh, November community 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 day last week we said that it would be an electric type from Sinnoh and I had it down narrowed down to four possible options the next day they announced that it will be featuring Shinx if you evolve Alexio before seven o'clock on the day of the event you to get a Lux Ray that knows the charge attack psychic fangs for one dollar you'll be able to access community today exclusive research story flash spark and gleam 
During the event, egg incubators will have four times the effectiveness. You'll receive three times the normal amount of candies for transfers and four times increased chance at earning Candy XL when transferring Pokemon. Volibee will be November's featured research breakthrough encounter. The Monday one-coin boxes containing a remote, a remote pass and other items will continue in November. For the five-star raid schedule, Dark Rai will continue until November 5th. The Cobalion, Tarakion, and Verizion, knowing this, the attack Sacred Sword, will be in raids from November 5th through 16th. Cressilia will be in raids from November 16th through de December 1st. And all five-star raid encounters can result in a shiny encounter. Mega Raid Schedule, Mega Absol will continue through November 5th. Mega Manetric will be 5th through 16th, and Mega Lopunny will return from November 16th through December 1st. Also, all can be potentially shiny. And then a quick highlight of upcoming events, Festival of Lights, November 5th through 14th to celebrate light overcoming darkness. The Dia de Muertos, or the Day of the Dead, November 1st and 2nd, with special event for trainers around the world. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl Celebration event, uh, November 16th through 21st. And the Season of Mischief will close out with an epic event from November 26th through the 29th. Trainers who completed the Misunderstood Mischief Special Research Story will be able to unlock another special research story where trainers will have an opportunity to learn more about Hoopa. What was his time? Are you kidding me? That was literally two minutes on the dot. Didn't even wow. practice that. That was beautiful. Love it. Wow. <laughs> he's he's good. When he's on, he's on. Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing, shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, Jesse, we're going to let you go first since you're a good boy and you played within the time limit. What you been oh, playing? Yeah. Thank you. All right, so... Pikmin Blooms, Pikmin Blooms on my list. We already talked about that. I won't go on. Last week, I talked about Corpse Party, where I was just kind of starting out. I got to a point where I was literally stuck. I got to a no-win situation. I apparently have to do something specific earlier on in the chapter to be able to complete it. I restarted the game and tried playing it again and still ended up in the no-win situation. So I'm like, okay, I'm done with this game. I don't want to play this game with a walkthrough in my lap. So I might go back to it later, but I want—I decided I wanted to play something else. Um, okay, I normally don't talk about mobile games, but Dragon Quest Tact is something I want to talk about this week. You know, that game launched earlier this year. I think it's like eight or nine months ago now. And I was a daily player up until uh, 2.0 launched a month ago, maybe earlier than that. You know, the... They put out a notice when iOS 15 launched, says, don't update this until we let you know that it's safe to do so. Then they said, all right, it's safe to update to iOS 15. So I did. And everything was fine until version 2.0 of the game came out. And then, yeah, my it crashes on my iPad. So Dang. I'm like, okay, I'm not, guess I'm not playing this game anymore. So like every week or so, I tried launching it just to see if it would come up. And it didn't. Then this weekend, it did. It came up. It it updated to 2.0.1. And I'm going through the <laughs> the patch history, and it says, you know, at some point after it broke, it, oh, yeah, uh, 
2.0 doesn't work with some iPad users running iOS 15, and then when they release 0.1 to make it work. So I've been I've been starting to play this game again, and so but so I'm like, they added like new level caps, which requires new grinding for items to make those levels. So I'm like, I feel like I'm a month already behind of the grind of that type of grind. But one thing they added was the ability to auto rematch. So like say, you know, this is got your normal stamina cost and maximum stamina. So if I have hundred stamina and an event costs 20, I can just say auto rematch and it'll run it through the five times until I'm out of stamina. Sure. Great. There are some encounters that are zero stamina cost that is, you know, meant to grind out certain, you know, certain other characters. So with no, no stamina cost, there is a, there is a cap of 60. So I, I can just turn it on, let it run for an hour and a half while I do other things. I don't no longer have to babysit the game anymore to grind. So I was able to get like four characters up to near max or at max level in three days. So I, I'm at least I, the max level as they're the level six character with the, you know, I haven't, some of them, it introduced the new maximum level of seventh rank, which increases the level cap further that I have to slowly unlock items to get those. But at least I'm, I'm playing this game again and I'm, I'm kind of liking this. It was just, I thought that was an interesting story with, you know, the game breaking on me and couldn't play for almost a month. Okay. So when I was done with Corpse Party, I picked up a game off my backlog that I originally didn't think I would like enough to want to talk on the, on the show, but it ended up being, this is in my top 10 list for the year. Love Esquire, which kind of a visual novel dating sim type of game. Mm. You know, it does get a little horny, but nothing, nothing completely lewd, you know, like there's no nudes at all, but you know, you do might, you might see some like, upskirt shots <laughs> from from time to time there you know you are this you know, basically a, a farm boy who has been picked to be a squire and so you as you're training you meet these five five girls one of which is the, the princess of the kingdom who is his dad the king is sick so she's effectively being acting queen even though she hasn't been crowned yet of of uh, a visiting princess from another kingdom who's here for diplomatic reasons uh a really shy nurse who has only talks to you in like two or three word sentences up and even after she opens up to you it's she's it's lucky to have a sentence with more than six words in it so but and then this short little feisty girl that gets really gets gets on your bad side quick, but you uh, find common ground. And then the fifth one is kind of gross. <laughs> it's, it's the character who was introduced originally as your sister. You do find out, is this a stepsister? So you're not blood related, but still that's kind of gross. Anyway, but, so each of these characters actually has a pretty interesting story behind it. You know, they all have a history. They all have past problems that, they open up to you over time to tell you about. They all have current problems that you're helping them with. And I really got into the story. 
normally this type of games I will might I'll play it through once and then might run a second route to see a different ending. This one I actually I liked it so much I played it through and got all five in you know I got an ending for each of the five characters. Oh we just lost Justin. Let me switch to two faces for now. Okay and so when you when you finish one story you get a new game plus and Justin's back. You get a new game plus which lets you basically start the calendar over with the stats and the relationship status. So you're able to kind of continue where you left off with more time. That'll, you know, skip any. So like every, and the, the gameplay is kind of like, like persona four and persona five. That's not the dungeon crawling part. It's just the running around the city, talking with your friends that type of thing. So like the entire game is that. So if you're not into that, then you're not going to like this. And there, there is one, there's one part where that it does have a turn-based battle system that kind of is, it's different. You know, it's you and your knight. Then, then you do not actually attack directly. You are support to the knight. So the knight is doing the attacking. So you're able to do things like taunt, so the enemies attack you instead of the knight. So you can heal. You can cheer on the knight, which basically lets him hit multiple targets at once. And then you could you collect loot. You like money bags will drop, and you have to collect it. So there's 15 of these challenges in the game, starting off really really easy. And the last one is significantly hard. It took me like three three or four times to do it. Even with max stats, you know, you're as part of your day to day stuff, you can train to increase your charisma, intelligence, and strength to increase your maximum, your and your knight's maximum hit points, increase how much you heal at a time. And uh, what's the other thing? I don't remember, but <laughs> so, you know, so it's, it's, I, it's a game that sucked me in and I didn't want to not play it until I was done. So there was still, so each. Each character has three endings. You know, the, the best ending, I got three out of the five best endings. A friendship ending, I got two of them. The, the, the princesses, I got the friendship ending. And then there's apparently a bad ending. I haven't seen any of those. So I might go back and replay and see if I can get some of the other endings. There's apparently also a, uh, a harem ending that requires you to do something specific, you know, in all five best best ending plays but i'm like i don't know if i'll ever play it that much again but again I, this is a game i liked and this is in my top 10 it, the, the only downside is the well first everything's audio everything's voiced so that that's nice like if i when it opens up into a cutscene, i can just say autoplay i can listen to it while i'm doing other things so but the voice acting is very inconsistent you know, it, it can go really loud, really loud, and then it's really, really quiet. And yet you almost have to turn up your TV to hear it. And it's, really, you know, even, not even from scene to scene, but sentence to sentence within a scene, it is varies drastically. I ended up having to pretty much kill the background music in order to hear most of the dialogue. It just the, sounds like bad design. Yeah. And 
apparently this is a game originally on Steam in 2019, and I saw people complaining about it in 2019 or early 2020. And they said, "Yeah, hmm. we're working. We're working on a fix." And apparently, they never fixed it because it's still here. <laughs> and then uh, found near the end, the load times started getting pretty ugly. So I think there might be a memory leak going on because I ended up quitting the game and relaunching it, and then the problem went away. So that's, if you play this, that's something to look out for. Anyway, so it, uh, so yeah, some issues, but again, it's a game I liked. Okay. Justin, what have you been playing? Yeah, so I have been playing a couple of games. Uh, first, I will say this. I've been playing Fortnite, and I know that Marty, you and I have been playing Fortnite. You've been playing yeah. Fortnite as well. What? Uh, how are you liking it? Uh, just to be honest with you, I'm kind of bored of this season already. Mm. Um, yeah. The I don't know if it's just that they didn't do enough at the beginning. Uh, like I'm level 58 right now. And like I'll jump into it a couple times a week and play just to do challenges and stuff. But yeah, um, I really, really don't like the way that they're making you do all these punch cards mm-hmm. and things. Like I just like the weekly challenges that came out that gave you so much XP. And if they want to have like NPCs on the board and have you like on the map and have you do um different quests to get things there like special event things that's great yeah but like a lot of the stuff ends up it's kind of like uh it's getting to be kind of like a bethesda game mm. like stuff's just broken and people are just going eh okay like uh i tried to uh do the quest line for the um it's not a ghostbuster it's like some kind of like supernatural suppression yeah agent or something <laughs> And like you, which like, is funny because like, you literally get a Ghostbuster bling for it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So like you're supposed to be able to like move over to their punch card and hit A, and it'll pin on the map where they are. Yeah, it wouldn't do it. It did it with all the other punch cards, but it wouldn't do it with that. And it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, maybe it'll be fixed here in a couple weeks, maybe not. Uh, but I, I mean, it's Fortnite, mm-hmm. right? It's I mean, it's kind of like. Um, at this point in my life, it's kind of like McDonald's. Like I know what I'm going to get when I go there. Sure. It's gonna like it's gonna kind of be filling. It's gonna kind of be okay. And eh. I'm just yeah. at this point, like I, I feel an obligation to get sure level 100. Yep. And unlock all the things, and then I'm done. That's the that's the hook of it, right? So I'm yeah. at level 81. Oh my gosh! Uh, on it right now, and and I don't know what's happening. Like, so I can jump in and I can do two or three matches, and I can run almost six six to eight updates on it. They yeah. have they have introduced the weeklies now, weekly challenges and daily challenges, which are actually pretty substantial amounts of of um, XP. Yeah, my pro- my problem with the weekly challenge in the beginning was that every week it was like place top ten five times yeah. with your friends. Well, yeah, that's this changed now. Yeah, they've so. they've 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 done that. So I definitely you know, again that's a comfort food. Uh, Apex Legends, same thing. I, I capped up at uh, my battle pass at level one hundred today. Sees the next season starts coming up soon as well. Those are games I come back to. I actually went back to a game and Marty, you know, as we're talking about extra life coming up here really soon, maybe a game to keep on your radar, which I totally forgot about. Knockout City. Uh, so I actually went out and yeah. played Knockout City with a friend of mine uh, this last week. He. He was on Xbox. He wanted to jump in and play some games. So we did that for a couple hours. And I'm going to tell you this since June, 
a lot of people got really good at knockout city and I was not one of them <laughs> and we got schooled, uh, but had a great time as well. I think the last time we played knockout city was when we played against the mega dads, uh, for charity. And ultimately we lost, but uh, $150 went to them. The other games I've been playing, I will say this right now. And I know the chat was, was teeing me off, uh, for this one, but I'm continuing to play Metroid dread and I am absolutely, you. absolutely loving it. Um, I'm going to see this one all the way to the end. I'm having a great time. I want to talk, Marty, maybe we can talk offline how far I am to talk about where I am. I'm about eight hours in, and but I feel like I'm only maybe halfway into the game. And I know I'm seeing people are doing like these crazy runs of like three hours to finish the game. Um, but I absolutely love it. I uh, Metroid Dread my, is so much fun. My finishing time was seven hours and four minutes. Yeah, so I don't know what I'm doing well, wrong. Well, these people that are getting three-hour plays... This is their yeah. seventh and eighth run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, know yeah. where all the secrets are. You're yeah, finding exactly. them for the first time. So, yeah, I've been really, really enjoying it. It's so good. Like, I always find it a little bit weird, though. Like, it chugs in the loading screens between, like, when either the train or on the elevator. I'm like, this is so weird because everything else is buttery smooth. This is the weirdest thing. Um, and then the other game that I've been playing came out this week. And you, if you were on our YouTube channel, you saw it. Guardians of the Galaxy Cloud version came out this week on the Nintendo Switch. I downloaded the demo and I had a rotten time with it. Uh, it was That's a what I've hor- heard across the board. horrible experience from the, now I literally picked it up hours after it came out on the eShop and I'm sure there, I got a lot of errors coming up, network congestion. It was a really bad experience. The other problem, whenever Nintendo does these cloud version games, you only have like a 12 minutes to play demo. Um, and then they're like, time's done. So like you kind of barely get enough time to maybe figure some things out of it. It's really about almost connecting your, it's almost just a, a network connection test more than anything else to see whether it works. I was frustrated by it. I'm going to be very honest with you. This is a full price $60 game. But I decided to pull the trigger on it and I picked it up after my demo experience because I was really excited for it. And I have put about two hours into it. Now, here's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. I have now hardlined my Switch Pro. I have put an Ethernet connection in, hardlined it, and that changed my experience exponentially. And I'm going to shout out Timothy All for making that suggestion. He's like, go do that, figure it out. And I was like, I can't do that. My, my internet thing is too far away, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, wait a second, I've got a booster. Hold on a second. So I reconfigured, moved some things around. Easy, easy peasy. And then I'm going to tell you, my experience since then has been buttery smooth. This is a great game. It's a ton of fun. I'm going to tell you, it's it's a bit it's a bit challenging because obviously you know the MCU Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And this is a different Guardians of the Galaxy, a little bit, right? But there's also so so there's kind of this like overlay, and I think it's the same situation that we heard about for Marvel's Avengers, right? I've seen Chris Evans. I know Captain America. This is not Captain America. It's a bit weird. But this game, uh, you only control yourself as star. You're only you you only play a Star Lord, but you control and kind of like manage your team. Now you don't play as your team, but you tell them to like, okay, Drax, go over there and attack them. So Drax has a special and it's a cooldown, right? Gamora, go do this, and Gamora has a special and the cooldown. So you're kind of like you're fighting, and then you're stepping back and you're kind of managing a team and you're fighting. And then there's these things called huddles, which is kind of funny. It's like you're in a battle and they're like, okay, huddle up. And so they all come together and then like Star-Lord gives them a pep talk, right? And you have to kind of like, you hear these words are coming up on the screen. You're like, what are they worried about? And then you have to like choose an answer because there's like dialogue trees you choose. And then it like gets them ready. But here's the thing that just absolutely is tremendous. So my first battle I'm going against is kind of 
Uh, it's in the prologue going against this, this kind of boss fight. There's just, it's just the room floods with anim- with creatures, right? And so Star-Lord comes in. He's like, okay, guys, we're going to do this, this, and this. Are you ready? Go. And what he does is, is like he literally like throws on his like his headset, right? His, his, his track from the 80s. And they have got 80s songs, right? They've got the copyright. Fantastic. And nothing is cooler than Rick Astley's never going to give you up as you are shooting and destroying all of these creatures, never going to give you up. And it's just like this complete juxtaposition of the situation. And it is so funny and so good. Uh, I have been having a great time with it. Uh, Once I got hardline connected um, and again, it's a cloud version. This is not the place that we're going to have a big cloud, get mad at me conversation, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing that's most important. It's a video game that I'm enjoying, having fun at, and I think is really cool. And that's all that really needs to matter. I also and, really love the fact that you were like, I put in my wired connection. It's all thanks to the suggestion of Tim Off. When Jesse has sat through 349 episodes <laughs> of this podcast, <laughs> recommending wired connections for everything. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I recognize that. I, and by the way, that wired connection is only going to my switch. It's not going to my rest of my computer, my network, just the switch. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it. Uh, so it's great. It's I, I, I would recommend, I, if I would recommend it now, if you I'm can get buy, it somewhere else, I, you I, get it. I am, I'm going to get it on PlayStation Five where I don't have to uh, play. Well, I don't have to play it on the internet. Yeah, but it's 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 a ton of fun. Very good voice acting, by the way. It'll just take you two days to download it. No, I'm gonna buy the physical version. You're gonna buy the physical. So because there's still people out there who do that because they live in places. Oh, like they don't have a PS5 it. upgrade yet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't keep up with PlayStation stuff. I just buy games every now and then for it. Uh, so I've also been playing Fortnite. We've already talked about that. I've been playing the N- Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass. It's literally all I've had time for this week. So that's what I've been playing. Let's move on into the community spotlight, shall we? Wait. So very quickly here, we're going to run down some podcast updates for Retro Logic, Dan, Datfast, John, and third strongest mole, Sam. Play the Retro Rewind game of the month, Demon's Crest. You can play along and get ready to discuss in the Discord. And it's also Plottober, which means RetroLogic, along with our friends that keep Nintendo weird and the Nintendo Pals have been playing the game. If you've played it, come talk about it in their discords. I have been playing Plot. God, it's weird. Uh, it's a lot of fun, though, too. Uh, just been playing it for a little bit, but uh, may add it to Extra Life. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, and Dad's After Dark this week. John and Drew are together again and are here with another Top 8 countdown about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Halloween Games, Sora making it into Smash, and Drew made contact with a bat. Go and listen on your favorite podcast app or choice or their YouTube channel. Also, Halloween Mayhem is going on October 18th through November 1st. You submit a Halloween-themed photo, video, writing, or poem. You can submit those entries via Twitter and Discord at NDADSAfterDark backslash uh, hashtag Halloween Mayhem. You can do that. Uh, first place is $15, a lottery drawing for $10. And these submissions will be judged by Drew and John on the following spookiness, creativity, Nintendo, and also probably do they include half naked girls? Um, I just added that one, but it, y'all know it's true. 
Uh, Game Pass news this week. They try to figure out if Nick should get an Xbox mini fridge and talk about the latest releases and news in regards to Xbox Game, uh, Xbox Game Pass. If you're overwhelmed on what to play, it's a great place to start. This week's episode drops in podcast feed soon. Dad Crossing is back, uh, and you can come listen to Nick and Sean talking about Sunshine Island selling turnips and giving bells to a tyrant raccoon. In this episode, they dress down the October 15th Nintendo Direct, explaining their thoughts and feelings toward it all. That's available right now. And the dinner table is every third Friday of the month. Tim and the Nintendo Dads Discord community get together to discuss what's on everyone's mind. The next main dish topic will be, hear us now, don't get mad at us later, Metroid Dread spoilers. That's right. Spoiler cast for Metroid Dread on the next dinner table. And guess what, guys? We don't have any questions this week. However, we do have a voicemail from listener Christian. So if you'll cue that up, Jesse, and play it, let's get to it. Hello, Nintendo Dad, and happy Halloween. Woohoo! Sorry, I'm just a big nerd for Halloween. This is Christian again. And my kids and I are super pumped for Halloween. We got our haunted house ready, and we got, we got so much candy to pass out. But my reason for calling is that because of Halloween, I wanted to know what your guys' most spookiest, most scariest moments in playing Nintendo games, specifically. I'll share mine. Uh, whenever I was a young kid, around 10 years old, my brother and I would play Super Mario World. And in 1-1, or actually, in World, in the ghost house, that's my spookiest moment, because every time I get to that ghost house, I hear the music, and I can't even play it. I have to pass it over to my brother. Even now to this day, listening to that music still gives me the chills. Anyways, guys, happy Halloween. Thanks again for all your hard work for this show. I'll talk to you guys later. Huh. Spookiest Nintendo memory. Uh, I, I've got two that come to mind. Both of them are from Bygone Systems. Let's do them in order. First one is... Uh, those freaking mummy zombie things in uh, Ocarina of Time that grab you and scream. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's oh, they're awful. They're awful. Uh, the other one is uh, just all of Eternal Darkness on GameCube because it would mess with you. Like you know, you like you get to certain points and it would like act like the game was resetting. Or there would be creepy stuff moving around or talking to you. Yeah. That mm. I just don't like I don't like spooky games. Bonus little side trail here. My son, who's 14 and is notoriously jumpy, is going to his first haunted house tomorrow night. Oh. With some friends. He's he's acting like a big man. You know, he's like, oh yeah. yeah I'm gonna go. And I told him today, I was like, son, probably need to take a backpack. He was like, why? I was, he's like, I don't know if they allow backpacks. I was like, well, it's not to take you in with you. Probably going to need it for when you come out. And you need to put your crapping pants on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He just kind of looked at me and he's like, dad, I'm going to be okay. And I was like, son, I'm just going to tell you. Just warning you, 41-year-old man, I've lived through some stuff. You might want to bring those crapping pants. Just oh, saying. That's fantastic. What about you guys? Scariest, spookiest Nintendo moments? 
I also don't play spooky games much on purpose. You know, Corpse Party is, uh, I talked about last week, kind of like the is most it gets, and it's it's kind of not really jump scary. It's kind of kind of like gore, uh, but it's like sixteen bit pixelated gore, so it's that makes it better. <laughs> I think the only, the only real jump like jump scare moment I can think of from a Nintendo game. Is that piano in Mario sixty four? Oh yeah, where you think it's a, like it's in the it's in the haunted house, and you think it's yeah. a real piano, and then all of a sudden, it's got teeth. It's chasing you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. Justin, what about you? Boo scares the bejeebus out of me every time. What? Boo. Boo. Boo? Boo. Yeah, it scares. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't play horror games either. Um, not anymore. But I so I don't have a good Nintendo one, but I will tell you uh that one of the games that I that I did play was Resident Evil 2, uh, when it was on the PlayStation. And spoiler alert for those of you that don't know what uh shortly after you have found your way into the police station you're heading down a hall and the dogs bust through the door yes. or the window oh yes. my god the jump scares on that one that one Crack like there dance. was there was a lot of like jump scares i've stopped like i'm like i don't do these games anymore i can't do this no 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 i will also tell you a little bit bioshock has got some jump scares in it as well Yep. Um, and that was so I started playing, but I played Bioshock about a year ago, uh, a little bit as well. And I was like, Whoa, do not like this, do no, 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 no. So I am not, a, I'm not a fan of horror movies, I don't like scary things, I don't like being jumped, I don't like being scared. Not for me, but um, I'm glad, I'm glad uh, some people do enjoy it though. A uh, funny, Tim. funny story, Marty. Uh, when we were in Ireland, we took uh, the girls for Halloween. Um, to this place and you can look it up right now if you want to google it's called loftus hall and it is the supposedly the basically the most haunted place in uh in ireland right and it's literally like by the edge of a sea it's an old mansion it looks creepy and they of course run a i'm looking at it right now it it was actually recently used in some movies on netflix as well it's uh it's not hard even as you're driving down past it. Cause there's this, this amazing lighthouse called hookhead lighthouse, not too far past it. Um, even as you're driving down on a beautiful day, you look over, it looks disheveled. It looks haunted. All this kind of good stuff. We took the girls there because we went for a, we wanted to do a, a tour of a haunted house, right? So, so it, it is a haunt. So, and it was like ages five to seven. You're like, okay, this has got to be good. And so there's there's a lot of rich history about the house. So it's what we wanted to go and see. Well, what we didn't realize was it was actually a haunted house tour, right? And so they have got all the actors in like mat in like you know blood dripping down, and we've got our like five and seven year old children that were walking with us. My oldest finally, and at one point they actually had to like separate. They separated me from the girls and my wife to be part of like kind of a, a skit they were doing. Right. And so my, my daughters were like, where's dad? And Jody's like, Oh, he'll be fine. He's coming back. Don't worry. And so they're, they're starting to freak out. So nonetheless, we finally end up kind of getting together. Everything's fine. I can see the girls are starting to kind of wind up a bit. I was like, okay, we just got to keep it nice and calm, nice and calm, nice and calm. And I'm like, we're not too far from the end of this thing. And they bring us in this, like this little church chapel in the haunted house. And they sit down and they're telling the story about 
about, oh, my, the ghost flies around and, and uh, watch out for Casper. And they've got air cannons. And so the air cannon goes off behind my daughter's hair, right? Blows it up. <laughs> done. That is it. She is a mess. And so we're like, hey, so we've kind of got her. We're like, all right, we're going to walk out the walk out the hall. We're going to head to the exit. I can see the exit sign. And as you're leaving, you can see like the actors getting prepared to like jump around the corner. And I saw your man and I did this. No, no, you will not. And he's like, ah, sure. Look at sorry. And I was like, yeah. So I've got like, and so like these, these like actors are about ready. And I was like, mm -mm, mm -mm. if you know what's good for you, you're going to stay in that corner. He's like, I, I sure will. Sorry about that. No. And I was like, oh, you little <laughs> bastards. So we, 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 we get, get her outside. She comes into, and of course the exit for this haunted house is literally into their like cafe uh, seating area. Right. And so like, where is where, which is also the entry for this haunted house. So like my daughter is coming out bawling and crying as these other families are about to go in. I was like, Oh, yep, you poor yep. bastards. We're not from around here. Bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Eh? Sorry. So the place That's my sorry. son's going, yeah, anybody listening can Google this. It's called the 13th realm. Ooh. It's in Tennessee. And one of the attractions there is that they have scary clowns on stilts that chase you. Like oh, no. their pants wow. are long, so it makes them look no. like they have mm -hmm. elongated arms and legs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he's I fully believe we're, you know, it's just gonna he's gonna come home tomorrow night and he's not gonna sleep for like yeah. two weeks. It's yeah, it's gonna thir be great. 13, 13th realm of hell is what it feels like when I have hot wings and I'm on a toilet. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I experienced. So that's a different. ring of fire. Uh, <laughs> Tim in chat says, you know, the OG Doom. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. The OG Doom. Yeah, yeah. Doom. Doom's scary. Yeah. Then he I remember said, playing that. I also remember a game that was also by id or ID software. I don't know how they pronounce it, but it was called Hexen. And it was kind of like a magical version of Doom. It, it was I played it on PC when I was a kid. It was kind of spooky too, kind of scary. You know, the worst part nowadays, and I've, I've watched like some of these, like these, you know, I mean, obviously games have gotten more advanced, right? And this kind of stuff. And um, and now with like 3D audio, like the immersion that you feel, right? Of like, you can hear that creature behind you on the left-hand side. You're like, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, yeah, no, uh-uh. Yeah. So there's, there's this, uh, similar to your daughter's experience, there was a, a ride in Disney World that we took my six-year-old son on back in 2013 and it's stitch ex stitches experiment or something like mm -hmm. that like mm -hmm. experiment 626 escape yeah and what it used to be is like you're sitting in the round and there's like this glass tube in the middle and it used to be like an alien encounter like the mm. alien yep. was there and it would like materialize in front of you and like it would like it would they, supposedly it would get loose mm -hmm. and like what it is, is this thing comes over you and harness this harness comes down yeah, and it like clamps down on your shoulders. So like keep, so you're not up because it yep. gets pitch black mm -hmm. in there. So you're not up like wandering around in the dark. Right. Yep. So my son's already there and he's already clamped in. He's already like, eh, eh, eh. and so like, you know, it used to be this like grotesque, like alien looking thing. And at the end, like something would happen, and the lights would come back on, and it would be like exploded over the glass. Okay. Because they had to like redo the, you know, they had to yep. terminate the experiment. Well, with Stitch, 
it was Stitch showed up and he starts causing mischief and he breaks okay. out. Yeah. And the lights go off and like you can hear him like moving behind you or he'll tap you on your back or like at one point he burps and they blow, they blow the stinky air. Yeah, yeah. He And like I was like, Stitch is your favorite character. You know, it's his favorite Disney character. He went nuts. Really? I mean, like inconsolable in the middle. Mm. And I was like, oh, we and it's like the first thing we did when we got to Disney. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we have just ruined his entire trip. Oh. This is that we're never recovered from this. But like at the end, you know, it comes back and stitches in the middle and he's like doing a dance, you know, yeah. this little animatronic thing. And so he kind of calmed down after that and got better. But like we didn't know that was gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like they could have warned us, been like, hey, um, he's not gonna be able to get out. And if he doesn't like that. I don't yeah, he's gonna, we're going to we're going to genuinely attempt to scare the living bejeebus right out of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Right here at the very uh, first year of vacation. Well, guys, that's well, episode 300. Before, before, oh, before just, we wrap up, Tim, yeah. Tim also said Doki Doki had some creepy moments for sure. And I, I didn't think of that as a Nintendo game since I played it on PC first. But that guess, yeah, that would definitely qualify. Yeah. It's, also, it's I saw Mecha. I saw Mecca put in a chat here. What are some video games you think would be perfect in a squid game competition? Anything from Mario Party. Tetris. Mm. Yeah. I haven't seen um, that show yet. Don't know if I am. I'm a couple episodes in. It's okay. I got I it's okay. That's I'm not like it's not a show that you just go, oh man, that's my favorite show. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, and just, so let me just tell you, uh episode four, it gets starts getting really dark. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we transition out though, Marty, we're just shy of extra life. And I'd love to let you give this platform to have a conversation about extra life. Sure, What's going sure. on, where people can go to support you, support all the people who are participating, what the schedule should be, what this weekend's going to look like. I'd love to give you that space. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said that. So uh, we are about eight days away from extra life, which is November 5th through the 7th. Uh, we have uh, 24, almost 48 hours. Well, actually, by the time it's done, 48 hours of constant live stream video gaming going on uh, over that weekend from a host of uh, Nintendo Dad's family of podcast personalities. Uh, and so I want to kind of share uh, what is going to happen and what's going to go on. So uh, it's all going to kick off on Friday, November 5th. Uh, at uh, 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, and what's going to happen is is from 6 p.m. Central Time on Friday until 6 p.m. Central Time on Saturday, I and Isaac, who is my son, are going to be 24-7 or 24-hour live stream. All right. So uh, Saturday night, uh, we are going to – I'm going to start with Mega Man 4. I always start with a Mega Man game. So – I'm going to play through as much Mega Man 4 as I can get through until uh, 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, I am going to stream NHL 94. Yes. For one hour. All right. After that, starting at 9 and going forward, we're going to play some community games. I wanted to give folks time to get kids in bed and things like that. So, uh, we're going to start with some Mario Kart. We're going to move on to Jackbox Party Pack 8. Uh, and then uh, overnight, we'll do some retro stuff if anyone wants to stay up and hang out uh, during that time. And we're going to end the day 
uh, from four to six on Saturday with Among Us with the community. Uh, and we'll do some Mario Party Superstars with my family before that. If we reach 50% of the goal, I've been challenged by my daughter to play Just Dance live on stream. Nice. And at 100% of the goal, uh, my son and I will both get pied in the face. Uh, anyone who gives during this 48-hour period, not just during my 24-hour period, but during the 48-hour period, anyone who gives will be entered to win uh, a big uh, cash of prizes from us, which includes a uh, a uh, entire not cash prizes, not cash, cash prizes, prizes, a cash like a, a, <laughs> a treasure trove, a treasure trove of prizes. Uh, it includes a complete a complete grooming kit from Manscaped, valued at one hundred and thirty dollars. Uh, there's also going to be. Uh, all kinds of uh, gaming accessories we're going to be giving away from our friends at PDP. We also give away a digital download of a game every time. Uh, you'll be eligible to win that and also probably some other surprises during that time. At 6 p.m., I'm going to turn the reins over on Saturday to Jesse, who's going to stream for a couple of hours there. Jesse, what are you thinking you're going to do? I'm, I'm I'm shooting at Jackbox games, and if for some reason that we don't have an audience enough that's wanting to play it, I'll just play some the Super Nintendo Act Razor or something. Awesome. <laughs> uh, after Jesse's done, he's going to turn it over to uh, Third Strongest Mole uh, from Retro Logic, who's going to go uh, from uh, 8 p.m. until uh, 2 a.m. Uh, at that time, he'll turn it over to Nick and Sean from Dad Crossing and Game Pass News, who will then turn it over to uh, for golf with Drew and Jenny, uh, or Drew and Johnny. Sorry, it's, it's just really small on my screen. Uh, and then Nick and Sean will come back for a little bit, and then Tim will stream uh, from 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. on Sunday night, closing out our Extra Life campaign. Right now, guys, right now, uh, I'm pulling this up. Uh, I have already raised uh, a bit uh, for mine. I think last time I checked, it was 300 Oh, no, $410. Wow. Uh, my goal was $2,750. I'm also playing for Team Nintendo Dads, uh, as well as other people. And our goal overall is $4,000. We've raised $5,700. Uh, I'm sorry. $575 of that right now. Our team roster right now consists of myself, Tim, uh, Mecha Dragon, and Nick Metzger. You can join in as well if you want to by heading over to extra-life.org, searching for Nintendo Dads, and clicking join our team after you create your account. You'll set your goal, and uh, you can join in and pump our goal up and help us raise money. But it's going to be going all weekend. And there's also love. a link at our at nintendodads.org homepage. It's probably easier to find it that way. Yeah. And uh, as uh, Tim says in the chat, all those times that I mentioned are central time. Uh, so adjust those accordingly. And you can also head over to my Twitter account. That's at Marty Estes or our Nintendo Dads account. I think I retweeted it from there. You can see my schedule, the full schedule of games, which uh, includes... Uh, Justin, if you're into it, man, I know you said you might jump in. Uh, we're going to do yeah. some, we're going to do some overnight Fortnite. 
yeah, we're gonna have to set we're gonna have to set some time uh, to figure out when. But yeah, jumping in for some Fortnite with you to support, uh, and as well, of course, Marty, we would be remiss if we did not mention the annual Doctor Mario smashing that my wife provides to you. Yeah, yeah. Single. Can we do that on Doctor Mario sixty four this year? Well, in now you're forcing well, me to purchase it, you son of a. Well, I just, uh, I mean, if not, we're cool. It's cool. If you yeah, I'll, I'll, I, we should be, yeah, we should be able to. Uh, she hasn't played that, but yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the same thing. It just looks better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or worse, depending on whether you like NES or N64 better. So, yeah, that's our extra life. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, and also, thank you to everybody who's already donated. There's friends of the show uh, that have already made donations uh, through uh, my page there uh, to our overall effort. Uh, I just want to shout them out right now as we get ready to go. Uh, Chris HL94 donated uh, to get me to play in HL94. So that's uh, that's good. Tony Baker 87, Liam D, Brian Reese, and Ninfrendo, as well as some anonymous donations and Facebook donors as well, because uh, I mirrored it over on there. Uh, guys, last year, uh, my goal was $1,750, and we absolutely smashed that. Mm-hmm. By this time I started, and so I pumped my goal up to uh, 2500 and then like four hours later, I'd already raised that. So I like I, I went high this year, but I believe that we can make a difference. That's why we do it. It's going to be good. Um, and I'm excited. And and I and you know for for those of you that are they're like oh wait wow this is this is crazy we have done extra life in the past and we've had just great tremendous success as Marty has mentioned we've raised over fifteen thousand dollars and we've had just a fantastic time yeah this is really about supporting the community it's about Absolutely. supporting children so it's supporting mums and dads as parents and we can all kind of connect with that and some of us have very personal stories about the importance of children make a wish foundation hospitals um, and so just you know this is this is such a Listen, if you're not able to donate financially, that's 100% okay. Not a problem. Come share on in, the link. jump it, jump share the link, jump in and support in the chat. Yeah, pl- you encourage can play other along, people even if yeah, you don't donate. Exactly. Play along, encourage encourage in the chat, you know, open up Twitch and just watch for leave it open for hours and just jump in yeah. and like, "Hey, how's and, and here's going? the cool thing. If you're playing uh and like most of those community games like Mario Kart Among Us uh a Jackbox, we're going to have the Discord channel open so that you can uh if you're a patron of the show, you will not only be playing and talking with us, you will actually be on the live stream as well, uh, at least during my recording. I've got that figured out. It works the other day, so I'm excited uh, to to actually be able to hear people and, and play along this year. Um, and, yeah, it's all for the kids. It's all for the kids and also so that we can also eventually have uh, bragging rights that we did, again, raise more money than the Mega Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I want to say this, too, because people have been so gracious over the last few years, uh, especially in mine. Um, I started this year nine dollars away from six thousand dollars donated to Le Bonner Children's Hospital, which is the hospital I played for. And that's just personally through my own. Now, with 410 already raised, I've already dropped. I've already given over that. So over six thousand dollars raised for one of these children's hospitals is pretty stinking cool. Uh, and we've been able to give to a lot of them. Uh, again, you get to pick the one you play for if you join our team. Uh, and so we would love to have you aboard Team Nintendo Dads for Extra Life. Uh, and y'all, if we can get it, here's the other thing. If we can get it, uh, the end is not just going to be 
um, a pie to the face. It's going to be chugging a 20-ounce can of flaming Hot Mountain Dew. This is fantastic content, ladies and gentlemen. Limit, really limited here. time. Oh, and Jesse and Tim are going to do the one chip challenge. And is that goal related or are you just doing that? I, I think we want it goal related. We just haven't figured out when yet. It'll likely be later on in Tim's Sunday block. Yeah. So let's just call it Probably right now. the last we, thing. Let's just call it this, Jesse. If we meet our team goal, you guys will do the one chip challenge. That sounds reasonable. And okay. and for and for those of you know, and, and Marty, I know you mentioned you're gonna might be doing this dance off, right? We set some we set some goals, right? Every single year. Uh, I just put on our Facebook page, uh, Nintendo Dads, and I just put on our Discord. Uh, about three years ago, I was uh, challenged to do a just dance challenge, uh, which was if the team met a specific goal, and they absolutely did. So I did all the single ladies. Uh, uh, big thanks to Ubisoft for providing us that code as well. Uh, and I have just put that on the channel on the page. So if you want to watch a fat guy uh, dance to all the single ladies and uh, how out of shape I am, please feel free to go over to our Facebook page right now and take a watch of it. It I, is a I good guarantee laugh. you that however bad it is, mine is going to be much worse. <laughs> uh, but I will say this: there's also a video floating around on our channel out there of uh, our goal for last year, which was ghost pepper donuts Yep, for me and my son. So you can go check that out too. Uh, the time they ate the hottest donut I've ever eaten in my life. But guys, thanks for your support for Extra Life already. Uh, we'll talk about it more next week on the show and then be getting fired up for the stream on Friday night. That's been episode 349 of Nintendo Dads. We want to thank you for listening along. We want to thank you for supporting the show any way that you do. Uh, whether you're a YouTube subscriber, we've got over uh, almost 5,800 YouTube subscribers. We're coming up on that. Uh, almost 1,200 followers on Twitch. And we want to say thank you to the 27 Twitch subscribers who also get access to our Discord community and activities. If you've got, if you've got Amazon Prime, you've got a Twitch subscription just sitting there. We would love to have it. You can head over to Amazon.com and click on Twitch Prime to figure out how to gift your subscription every month. Uh, and if you want to, you can also support us by going over to manscaped.com and using the code NINDADS, that's N-I-N-D-A-D-S, to get 20% off your order with free shipping. It helps the show. It helps you. You'll love it. I promise. Be sure to check us out at nintendodads.org for merch, links to all of our social media and videos, and all kinds of other goodness, as well as our extra life. It's over there. Huge thanks. Huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger. Antonio Catronio, Metroid Hunter 101, and Solo Something. Thank you guys for being a big part of the show. You can be part of our Patreon community as well by heading over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where you can be a, a patron friend, a patron saint of Nintendo Dads for as little as a dollar a month. Email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in like Christian and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And a reminder, wherever you listen to us, be sure that you give us a five-star rating and review. We would love other people to find the show, and that's the best way to make that happen. For me, for Jesse, and for Dancing Justin, this has been episode 349 of Nintendo Dance. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. It's disturbing. <laughs>
think his camera finally had enough. Thank you for listening into Nintendo Dads. Maple syrup mousse.